holiday tournament, and it's a championship semifinal here between the uh, fourth seed, six and three, Altamont Indians, and the number one overall seed, the Goreville Black Cats. They come in at ten and one of the season. Welcome into my broadcast position here, high up on the bleachers here in Assessor. Uh, my name is Travis Sparks. I'll be calling all the action tonight here on the voice of Altamont Indian Athletics, 100.5, 105.5, Jack FM. Also streaming online, fmradio.com, and on the FM radio app as well. Uh, both of these teams I got here tonight as the last night, Altamont was victorious, a 20-point victory over a DeCoin. 68-48 was the uh, final score. As Altamont again, once again, they had hot three-point shooting there in the first quarter as five three-pointers were knocked down there in the opening quarter, a couple by Yarhouse, a couple by Eli, and uh, also uh, another one by Caden Miller as well eventually later on in the game. And Altamont took control there in the opening quarter, and then DeCoyne kind of came back to them, but eventually Altamont wore them down there in the fourth quarter and held DeCoyne to only four points there in the fourth. And Caden Miller also was a big factor in that fourth quarter with a lot of offensive rebounds and putbacks, and he ended up with eight points in that quarter. He ended up leading the team in the scoring with 21, and he took home the championship belt last night. As Altamont last year had the chain, they got the championship belt this year. Eli was the first award recipient there last week against Marshall, and Caden got it last night. Who will get it tonight? We'll find out in a matter of minutes. We're just a few minutes away from the tip-off of this one of the semifinal game. How Goreville got here, they were winners of five in a row, and uh, they won against New Athens 69-50. to And a lot of people took them by surprise here, uh, took around uh, after uh, last night's game and uh, checked out the first quarter, and New Athens actually had the 12-6 to lead, and people were wondering around here, like, could we have an upset uh, brewing, but... The Black Cats figured it out after that as they ended up leading at halftime now toward New Athens 14-6 there in that second period to take the lead at the half. And they put it away in the third quarter. They outscored New Athens 29-17 to uh, there, and they won comfortably on the scoreboard. It did the uh, Black Cats, and they were led by uh, Tyler Suit as he had 15 points, a six-foot sophomore, number 14, and Connor Craig, or Connor Craig had 14, and uh, Drake. Uh, Buffington, he added 13 points, a 6'6 junior. One thing that I noticed about this roster for the uh, Black Hats, only a couple of seniors and uh, three seniors graduated from a year ago, but talented once again as they've had three impressive wins on their resume so far in this early season, and their only loss on the year. That came all the way back on December 2nd at the beginning of this month. They lost to Benton 58-51. And the Benton Rangers are an impressive ball club. They're still undefeated on the season, 10 or 11-0 out of the year. So not a bad loss there whatsoever. And as for Altamont, when we talked to Coach Nieberge there on the postgame against Marshall or against Casey last week, said that Altamont doesn't have any signature wins on their resume, but doesn't have any signature or any bad losses either. Their three losses, of course, are to Carlisle. of that last-second shot made by Casey there in Altamont last week. So... This would be a sig- one of those signature wins uh, that Coach was talking about if they could pick up the win against uh, the Black Hats here. And these two teams are very familiar with each other in this tournament. In 2019, Altamont's first appearance here in the Sesser Holiday Tournament. Uh, uh, Goreville was victorious there. And I mentioned on last night's broadcast that they ended up 
uh, going all the way to qualifying for the state finals and before COVID uh, shut everything down. So that was an impressive uh, run that they had. And then a year ago, Altamont won the cha- uh, won the championship here, and so they're the reigning defending champions of the Cesar Valera Holiday Tournament. And uh, a lot of those guys return from uh, last year's uh, squad. And I noticed they have uh, some length out there and a little bit of height as well for Goreville on uh, the uh, season right now. So far, when looking at them uh, warming up there down on the floor, as uh, they seem to be pretty balanced and pretty deep as well. And I heard a coach, Todd Tripp, been there for quite a while there in Goreville. 20th season there for the Black Cats. He has uh, eight regional titles to his name, and actually more often than not, has had winning seasons and 20-plus winning seasons as well, including a year ago as well, and a couple of uh, state final appearances as well, or state appearances, if you will. We're shaping in uh, for a good one here uh, tonight, and we're a little bit later because uh, this is the last game of the night. In the opener of the day, it was Cesar Valier winning over um, Marissa Coulterville, 68-65. to Another overtime game for Cesar as that one finished just in one overtime session, so that backed things up a little bit. Uh, Waltonville in the other championship semifinal, they advanced to the championship game, and so the winner of this game right here will take on Waltonville tomorrow evening at 7.30, and uh, that was a 59-44 a win over Redbud. And uh, Waltonville, they come in as a three-seed, and I mentioned uh, last night, uh, Waltonville on the season they are a 10-0 record, or 11-0 now with the two wins that they had. Uh, but uh, they come in as a three-seed. A lot of people uh, pick them to be one of the favorites of the tournament besides Goreville uh, coming in. And then uh, following that, right before us here, DeCoin uh, won over New Athens, 61-57. to Game got a little tight there in the fourth quarter. And so a little bit of fouling in the fourth quarter did uh, take uh, quite a while. Uh, there, so a little bit of a late start here tonight, but that's okay. We're here on the air, and there's no place we'd rather be here on a Wednesday night, and there's no place I would rather be tomorrow night is at 7.30 in the championship game here against Waltonville. Also, before this game gets going, I want to shout out the Altamont Lady Indians as uh, they were victorious earlier today in the Robinson Holiday Tournament as they won a 66-31 over Oblong Calhut, and uh, so they start off the tournament 1-0, and tomorrow night, or tomorrow afternoon and tomorrow night, they got uh, some work to do as two games. It's a double day for Altamont tomorrow, and they're against Terre Haute South at 10.30 a.m. and against North Central at 4.30. So uh, uh, Altamont, winners of eight in a row there on the ladies' side, and looking for a double dip tonight, holiday edition of wins for Altamont as a, a program and Saw the Altamont was staying overnight there in Robinson, having a little dinner and a movie. I saw uh, the girls on uh, Facebook and on X uh, as well with a uh, great host city that Robinson is there for their double day tomorrow. And wanted to pass along and that we'll be there on a Friday. No matter where Altamont Lady Indians will be playing, whether that be the fifth place game, third place game, or championship game, we'll be there. And those are either 10 30 noon or 1.30 approximately uh, for those games. Just wanted to pass along that. And, of course, wherever Altamont is here on a Thursday night, we will be here as well. 
All right, both teams are warmed up, and they're about ready for the announcement. So they'll start in lineups, so I'm going to step away for the national anthem, and we'll be back for those starting lineups as well as the tip-off of this championship semifinal between Altamont and Goreville. The national anthem is brought to you by King Lee Insurance Agency, and we'll be back in a few minutes. You're listening to Altamont Indians Basketball here on Jack FM. shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement, and you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Assessor Valier High School. And the championship semifinal is the starting five for the Goreville Blackcats. Coached by Todd Tripp, his 20th season as the Goreville head coach. Number one, Drake Moss, is a six-foot senior. Number 12, Cole Tripp, a six-foot sophomore. Number 13, a Tyler Suits. He's a six-foot sophomore as well. Number 22, Drake Buffington is a 6'6 junior. Number 23, Connor Craig is a 6'3 freshman. Again, that's Moss, Tripp, Suit, Buffington, and Craig. Starting five for Altamont. Usual starting five. Number one, Alec Yarhouse. Number 14, Eli Miller. Number 21, Dylan Elam. Number 24, Aiden McManaway. And number 42, Caden Miller. Again, that's Yarhouse, Eli Miller, Caden Miller, McManaway, and Elam starting five. Caden Miller is going to be jumping it up against Craig, and it's going to be Altamont winning the tip-off, and I'll be going right to left. On your radio dial here to start this contest between Goreville. Looks like Goreville is starting out in a man-to-man defense, and McManaway has the basketball here. Passes on the right wing into Eli Miller. Eli trying to drive against Suits, and he's still dribbling here on the perimeter. Picks it up and gives it off to Elam. Elam now back to back out towards the volleyball line. As Elam drives to the rim, spins around, and had it taken away, and that's stolen away by Tripp, but luckily Kata Miller is right there. To save it, and then he threw it out of bounds, trying to hit Yarhouse. Got a little miscommunication there and a turnover for Altamont. 
Here we are. I say in a, yeah, just about 33 seconds into the game. First turnover for Altamont. Gorville will have the basketball going left to right on your radio dial. That's Buffington looking for that backdoor cut to Moss. Moss up and in. Can't get it to go. And the follow is good, though, by Craig. And the first two points go to Gorville. 2 nothing. Elam the other way here. Dribbles, and he picks it up. And a little bit of trouble here. Needs some help. And passed off to Kata Miller. Almost had it taken away, but he drives, and he lost it. As Kata Miller was driving to the hole, just lost control of the basketball, and that's going to be Alphonse's second turnover here in his many possessions. So uh, probably not the star that you draw up for Coach Nieberg and the Indians, but going to be Moss bringing it across the timeline, guarded by McManaway. Now they get it over there to uh, Craig. Craig, and now over to uh, Trip trip drives to the hole. Has a block by Miller. They're going to call a foul. Mm. Must have got too much body on that for Kata Miller to pick up that foul. It's a, a clean block, but just got too much body apparently. So that'll be the first on Kata and the first foul on Altman. And that will send Cole Trip to the line. Free throws. First time for either team. And Cole Trip makes it. Makes the score three to nothing. Nearly going for Goreville. As a trip. We have the line for a second attempt. And that one goes in and out. But Buffington's there for the board. His putback's no good. And they're going to call another foul. It's in the area of Caden Miller. And uh, I believe that it's going to go on Eli Miller this time. So, fortunate Caden Miller doesn't pick up that foul. He's in the area. He goes on Eli, though. Second team foul, but Buffington's at the free throw line. And his free throw is good. So now it makes it four to nothing, Gorville. And that's a start they wanted for Altamont. Buffington free throw is short, and it's going to be rebounded there by Elam. And Elam has it with a fake little handoff, but he picks it up here in the paint. And now he's looking to find somebody. Had it knocked away. And then there's going to be a travel on Altamont. As Gorville is going over the back and Elam a little bit frustrated there that time and almost let the ball turnover again. It technically is a turnover. So three early on here for Altamont. They trail 4 nothing, 6.15 to go in the opening quarter. And there's going to be an offensive foul, a legal screen on Connor Craig. And so that'll give the ball back to Altamont. Altamont right now just has to weather the storm and just keep a Goreville within striking distance here because Literally not how you want it to start for Altamont. Eli will be the one getting across the timeline. He kicks it over there to McManaway on the right wing. Dumps it down low to Akeda Miller. And he tries to back down his man, and he double dribbles with it. Another turnover for Altamont. Four now to start the game. And that time it was a double dribble. And it's going to be a trip, bringing the ball across half court. As now they get over there on the left side, and that is a suit. They go over, cross-court pass, back to trip, and there's going to be a foul underneath. And this one is going to go on Kata Miller. He's away from the basketball as well. That's a tough one to take for Kaden, and he's going to have to sit down with those two fouls. That changes the entire game for Altamont now. Ben Radel will have to check in uh, as we're 5.49 to go in the opening quarter, and Kaden's got two fouls already. 
Dump it down low with two Buffington, and Buffington spin around jumper is no good, and the rebound by Elam, and they're going to get a reach in. They're actually going to get a tie-up, a tie-up, and I was putting down the missed shot, and Corville ties up Elam, so alternate possession arrow will keep, uh, keep it there with the Black Cats. Inbound to Buffington, and Buffington goes up and under, trying to get, and he gets away with an offensive foul, and he throws up the shot, but actually it's going to be taken away out of bounds. Last touch by Radel, so it stays right here with the black ass. Clearly with Kaden Miller out, it's been a go in to Buffington. They do get an inbound to him, and he has to go all the way out to the perimeter to track it down. And uh, now they uh, go to a suit. Suits has it blocked by Elam. And Eli with the rebound. Up to McManaway. McManaway running the fast break off the glass and in. And finally, Altamont is on the board. Just needed something to go through the hoop. Four to two. A lot of physicality here early on as well. And it's a trip getting across the timeline of four. Goreville picks up a screen. And it's a pick and roll layup. Good for Craig. His fourth point is six to two. Just a... I draw up the pick and roll there for Gorville. And Elam with it across half court. Now he has it at the top of the key. He picks it up. Short hand off to McMahon away. Drives and it's going to be an offensive foul. One of my pet peeves in basketball. The guard gets called for the charge on a forward or center like Buffington. 6-6 against 6-2. I don't know how a 6-2 guy gets called for that, but... He does, and that's the fourth foul on Altamont. And uh, we got Evan Holm checking in for Goreville. Holm could start for any other team, but he comes uh, on the off the bench for Goreville. As they get across the timeline, almost a travel. They double down low to Buffington, turn around, hook shot, no good. But look at Holm flying in there, puts up their shot, good. And Coach Haber, he has to call the timeout. Goreville leads 8 to 2, 4.31 to go, and we'll take a 30 second timeout. You're listening now to my Indians basketball here on Jack FM. It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. At the start, Altamont was looking forward, so Coach Niebury had to call the T.O. with Altamont trailing 8-2. They do have possession of the ball. And Elam drives strong to the hole, and he gives it off to Radel, and Radel puts it up, and a no shot is going to be on the floor, and he's fouled. There as two guys were crashing over Radel that time. And that's going to go on home his first, team second on Goreville. So Eli will just inbound it there on the baseline. Eli gets it in to Elam on the right wing. Now over to Yardhouse here at the top of the circle. Hands off to McManaway. McManaway drives. Now to Eli Miller and had it. Low pass, and it's going to be a tie-up. And alternate possession arrow should keep it right here with the Indians. And it low. So the low pass. And 
off the leg of Eli, and almost a near turnover there again. Eli will be the one inbounding there on the baseline again. Lobbed it in to Elam. Elam has it here on the perimeter. He dribbles to his left, puts up the shot, and he's going to be fouled. And Dylan Elam will go to the line and shoot two free throws. Buffington will get hit with that one. The third team foul on Goreville, his first for Buffington. Anyone will be at the line for two. And Elam will look to cut the deficit in half. He's got the free throw, 8-3. to three. KD, Caden Davis checks in, and Yarhouse will take a seat. Four minutes here in the opening quarter. Osmond trailing here by five. Elam's second free throw is good. They trail by four. Elam's first two points of the night. And it's going to be Moss being closely guarded by McManaway all the way up the floor. And Moss gets it across the timeline. He goes all the way to the hole, puts it up, and it's going to be a blocking foul. Count the basket and the foul. I'm not sure what that foul was called there by that official, but it was a blocking foul. So Moss got the bucket to go, and the foul goes on Elam. His first team fifth. So Moss is in one free throw is good. About then. 11-4, Goreville with the lead. 3.45 to go here in the opening quarter. McManaway with it. It's out to Elam here up top. And Elam dribbles to his left, and he's looking to go inside. Back down his man home, but back out to Davis. Fires it down low to Radel. Radel gets it out to McManaway here in the corner. McManaway over to Elam for three. Yes! Three-pointer for Dylan Elam. His first made field goal. And Altamont trails 11-7. As it will be a trip getting across the timeline for Goreville. They get over there on the left side of two suits. Suits gets the screen by Buffington, and Suits dribbles to his right, throws up a wild shot, high off the glass, no, and pulled down by Radel. And Holmes not making it easy on Radel, but they're going to call a foul on Holmes. As that's going to be the second team foul on Holmes. One of the sparks off the uh, Gorville bench is going to have to take a seat. McManaway takes a seat, and Cade Millville checks in. He had eight points last night. Nice game there for Millville. Had some backdoor cuts that were open for him and knocked him down. He has the ball now. As there was also a sub in for uh, Goreville. Rhodes checked in. And uh, Duncan Rhodes. And it's Eli Miller with the ball here. He'll dribble at the free throw line. And he's looking to do something with it. Back out to Elam for three. Shot in rhythm there. Second three for Elam. And Altamont trails by one. 11 to 10. Now maybe Altamont finally finding their footing. And it will be Moss getting there on the left side. Of that is Suit. Now they get over to Craig. Now Moss puts up the wild shot. No good. And rebounded by Elam. Elam over to Eli. Eli's going to fire a three in the lead. No good. And it's going to be rebounded for Moss. Luckily up the other way to a trip. Trip had it taken away and stolen away by Millville. Millville with Elam in transition puts it up and it's a blocking foul. And it doesn't matter. It's the fifth team foul on Goreville. So Elam will go back to the free throw line to give Altamont potentially their first lead of the game. And that's going to go the uh, first one on Tyler's suit. 
And Elam's free throw. First one on the way. Back iron too strong. So it remains a one-point deficit for Altamont. Short rest for McManaway as he checks in. And Eli Miller will take a seat. Also got Craig sitting down. And Buffington returns to the game as well. And Elam's second free throw ties it. We're tied at 11. First tie of the game, but besides 0-0, obviously. Orville got out to the 4-0 lead, and now it's Mott's come back to tie it. As it's going to be a drive to the hole by Tripp. No, Buffington there for the board. Puts it up and off the glass and in. He's powering up the strong 6-6 Buffington. And it's 13-11. Gorville takes the lead back. So the tie was short-lived. Elam with it. Crosses over his man. And that's Rhodes, and they get it out to McManaway. McManaway up top two at Davis. Davis will drive. Mid-ring jumper is good for KD. Two for Davis, and we're tied at 13. Minute 15 to go here in the opening quarter. As uh, Suits gets it across the timeline, he'll take it all the way to the rim, high off the glass. No, Buffington there for the board. It's put back again is good. Again, just using his height and strength. It's 15 13. Radar all the way. Way up. No one picks him up. No good. And Buffington got the board. And uh, so Gorville will take over under a minute to go. Suits with it. Short little handoff to a trip. Uh, nearly lost the dribble. He dribbles, and it's going to be a foul as he was shooting. So it'll be Cole Trip going back to the free throw line here. One for two tonight already is Trip. 47.6 left in the first quarter. I thought went on Radel, his first. Already in the bonus anyways. Free throw is good for Tripp. 16-13, Goreville. Eli, short little rest for him, and Elam will be the one checking out. So Cole Tripp, second free throw. Will be on the way up, and it's good. Two for two there for Tripp. Three for four on the ninth. They lead by four, 17-13. So if they came in uh, there, let's see, Evan Moore checked in for Black Cats. Everyone stayed out there for Altamont. 40 seconds to go. Altamont trails by four. McManaway gets it across the half-court line. He has it against Moss. And McManaway picked up his dribble here on the right wing, and he'll hand off to Millville. Millville will look to do something with it. He'll dribble to his right. Trying to back down his main and now picks it up over to Radel. Radel spin around in the post. High off the glass and in for Ben Radel. His first two, 17 to 15. There you go. Just take it right at Buffington. No fear. Ten seconds left. And it's Moss. Got a hard screen. Goes all the way to the hole. Up and in for Drake Moss. 19-15, 19-15, three seconds left. Millville gets it across, and he's going to travel with it. As he was trying to break free there to get up the last second, he even ended up traveling with it. And so it'll be another turnover there for Altamont. Add on to their total, five and a quarter. Point six left. They get it in, and the heave is no good. But it was close, though, for Tyler Suits, but close, but no cigar. 1915 Gorville with the lead. We'll be back in a minute. You're listening now to my Indian basketball. Back then. Make cleanup easy with the new Whirlpool dishwasher. You won't have leftover dishes to hand wash with the flexibility to fit tall items in the adjustable upper rack. 
and room for 14 place settings. Plus, you can skip scrubbing and pre-rinsing when you use the boost cycle. Shop Rogers Home Appliances to see how Whirlpool dishwashers can help you manage your family's mealtime messes. Rogers Home Appliances, located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. Based out of Altamont, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618-322-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altamont Indians basketball. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Seth Valier High School, 1915 here in the championship semifinal, the 46th annual Seth Valier Holiday Tournament. There in that opening quarter, Altamont started off the game with uh, four turnovers and and they added one there at the very end. So uh, turnover is the name of the game for Altamont, unfortunately, there in that opening quarter. And uh, so the game plan's changed now with Kata Miller out with those two fouls as well. And it's going to be in the corner for Trip, And it's short, but Buffington's there for the board. He goes back up with it. And he's actually going to travel. Then McGorville didn't do a lot in that opening quarter. I only down, had him down for one turnover. They pick up one here in the early second for the second. So, McManaway will have the ball. It's McManaway, Elam, Millville, Eli Miller, and a Davis out there for the Indians. Short handoff to Elam. Elam had a great opening quarter there. Nine points in the first. Really put the team on his back. Without a nice backdoor cut. There's Millville again up and in. It worked last night, and it worked to perfection like that. 19-17. Altamont trails by two. Moss. We'll get it across the timeline. They get it over there. High post for Craig. Short little handoff. A little high pass for a trip, but they get it down in the post to Buffington. Up and under. Nice move. High Buffington up and in. Just put Elam in a blender there. 21-17 for the lead. As Elam has it here on the right wing. And he's going to be picked up there by Craig. Elam. With it, dribbles to his left, goes all the way to the hole, off the glass and in for Elam. A tough layup there. He's got 11, and it's 21-19. Altamont trails by two again. Goes the other way, a trip. Picked it up, off to a uh, cutting uh, uh, suit. Now they go, ping-pong it around, a down low to Craig. Craig puts it up, short little hook. is good for Connor Craig. He's got six. Leads back to four for Goreville, 23-19. Stuck here for a while. Six. 15 to go here in the second. Elam, handoff to a Millville. Millville dribbles to his left, and he goes against Buffington, and they're going to get a reach in. There is Millville going one-on-one with Buffington that time. Again, the size in this match, 6-2 versus 6-6. Fortunate for Goreville there, or unfortunately for Goreville there, postman who's been dominating this game, Buffington is going to have to check out his second foul. The first team foul in the quarter on Goreville. And it was Duncan Rhodes who uh, checked in for Goreville. And it was poked away as they were trying to get it to Eli, cutting to the rim. But that'll just be an out-of-bounds play here for Altamont. And 
So get it in to Elam. Short handoff back to Eli. Eli there on the left wing gives it off to Millville. They'll work it around the perimeter here to McManaway. McManaway step back three. Three pointer for McManaway. And off my trails by one. You go over in the corner of there to Suits. Suits spins around and he drives and a handoff there to Rhodes. Almost picked off by Davis. And actually, they're going to say it was off of Goreville. So it's going to be a turnover for the Black Cats. And Altamont can take the lead here on this possession. Davis checks out and Yarhouse returns with the lineup. 23 to 22. Altamont trails here, but the Indians do have the ball. It's going to be Millville bringing it up against Rhodes, and he gets it over to McManaway in the corner, a little head fake, he'll drive, kick it back out to Elam here at the volleyball line, and Elam will go against Craig, back down his man now, and he picks it up, backdoor cut to Yarhouse, underneath the basket, over to Melville in the corner for three, and the lead! Cade Melville with a three, and Altamont has the lead, 25-23, and Jerobo needs a timeout. Altamont takes their first lead of the game, and we'll be back in 30. You're listening to Altamonte Basketball on Jack Event. Make cleanup easy with the new Whirlpool dishwasher. You won't have leftover dishes to hand wash with the flexibility to fit tall items in the adjustable upper rack and room for 14 place settings. Plus, you can skip scrubbing and pre-rinsing when you use the boost cycle. Shop Rogers Home Appliances to see how Whirlpool dishwashers can help you manage your family's mealtime messes. Rogers Home Appliances, located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Altamont in the lead now, 25-23. And for Goreville to take the timeout as they've seen their lead evaporate here. They bring in home back for them as he has two fouls. And they go over in the corner to Trip. He'll drive baseline. And it was denied and cut off. Now over to Suits. Suits off the glass and in. Suits first two points. And it's tied at 25. And it's Elam is going to be an offensive foul. And they're trying to get it up quickly there that time. Working inside to Elam. And he gets called for the offensive foul. That's his second now. And first team foul in the quarter on Altamont. So it's 4.41 to go. Altamont will try to look for some offense somewhere because Elam's now on the bench. He's got 11, and uh, Kata Miller's on the bench as well with two fouls. So where's the offense going to come from here? Tied at 25. And a nearly stolen, but it's going to be a trip driving to the hole, and there is going to be a foul. Or no, they got a, a double dribble. Actually, they're going to come together now. It was either poked away or a double dribble. Uh, Goreville, of course, uh, the uh, people wearing black and yellow are saying that it was knocked away by Altamont. My vantage point, I couldn't see. It was the far side of the gym for me. And they'll discuss it, and they'll get it together, and now they'll talk to Coach Niebergi, and uh, the officials will explain themselves, and it's going to be a jump ball, actually. 
And it's going to be an alternate possession arrow to Altamont. Well, that is the outcome that I did not expect. That was either a straight-up foul or a straight double dribble, but instead they go a possession arrow. McManoy having a little bit of difficulty getting across, and it's nearly stolen away by Gorville. And it goes out of bounds, but McManoway, tough time getting across half court against Evan Holm. Again, the spark plug for Goreville off the bench. And McManoway cut off with a double team immediately at the trap, and Eli dribbles it off of his leg. And now Moss the other way, and there's going to be a, a foul on the floor. A foul on the floor on Altamont. And that's going to go on Eli, his second team, second of the quarter. So now Eli, Elam, and Kata Miller have two fouls. And a three-pointer is knocked down there in the corner for Tyler Zoot. And Goreville has the lead, 28-25, near steal that time. They'll go across court past the yard house, gets it over to Eli, back to the yard house in the corner for three, and the tie was way long. And it's going to be uh, off of Millville as him and uh, Trip were battling for the board, but instead they're going to go Millville touched it. And so it'll be Goreville basketball. Or else it takes the seat, and Radel will check back in. And uh, it's going to be Trip getting across the timeline. And uh, Trip, short little handoff, suits, drives, and they're going to call him for a double dribble. Turnover's really mounting up for Goreville now. That's four in the game and three in this quarter alone. Altamont did a slightly better job of that, cleaning it up here in the second. McManaway gets it across half court immediately with a double-team trap. Now Eli back to Elam. They're just trapping here on the perimeter, and McManaway has nowhere to go. It's over to Millville. Millville over to McManaway. Finds uh, Davis in the corner. Mid-range jumper for KD is good. Second mid-range jumper for KD. He's got four in the game. And Altamont trails by one, 28-27. Three minutes to go here in the second. Suits with the ball. Short handoff there to Tripp. Tripp holds on to it at the free throw line. Handoff to Moss. Back to Tripp. Thought about a straight on three, but then it dribbles past Eli and now back out. And here comes a hard screen by Craig. Three-pointer is open, and it's back iron. No. And rebounded by Millville. Millville gets it across half court. Altamont can take the lead back. McManaway, mid-range jumper, too strong, and rebounded there by Tripp. And then Craig were fighting for it. Still a one-point deficit for Altamont. 2.25 to go here in the second quarter. As near steal there by Radel, but Craig drives, puts his head down, and they're going to get a blocking foul. Kind of dangerous play that time before Craig kind of lowered his head, lowered his shoulder, but there's going to be a block. And that's going to go on McManaway. Go figure it this second as well. So now Eli Miller, Dylan Elam, Ada McManaway, and Kata Miller all have two fouls. Only the third team foul in the quarter for the Indians. And Craig's going to go to the line as that was a shooting foul. Craig's free throw back iron too strong. Still a one-point lead for Goreville. McManaway will take a seat with those two fouls. Yarhouse will check in. Him and Radel are the only players that haven't scored or haven't uh, played minutes but don't have two fouls. Free throw is good by Craig. He's got seven. 
And it's a two-point lead for Goraville, 29-27. And he'll check out, and Duncan Rhodes will check back in. Number 45 for the Black Cats. I mean, Millville walking across the half court, but he's immediately going to be double teamed, and they finally get it across as him and Yarhouse are playing pitch and catch. Now they get over to Yarhouse. Over to Eli. Eli dribbles, puts up the floater, back iron too strong, tipped into the hands of Holm. Holm over there to a trip on the right wing. Now back it back out, and it goes to the screen to his right, lost it, and they're going to call a foul. as a near steal that time. Actually, they're going to call an offensive foul, actually. And... That's going to be on trip, so he must have lost the ball and foul trying to get it back. All right, so Altamont trails by two, minute 45. High pass for Davis. Chucks it down low to Radel. Radel's double teamed and had it blocked from behind, and it's going to be a jump ball. All current possession arrow gives it to Goreville. They tossed it down low to Radel, but didn't get the shot to go. It was also affected from behind. Orville will get possession back up by two. A minute 30 to go in the half. Here in the championship semifinal. Winner goes up against Waltonville in the championship tomorrow night. And it's going to be a three ball in the corner. Good. That was cold trip. That was two. His second made three in the quarter. Yarhouse trying to answer with a three of his own. Can't get it to fall in Millville. Saves it from going out. And high for Radel, and he gets it down. So Radel saves it over to Millville. And Eli and Yarhouse were looking at Was that to you? Was that to me? Uh, went out of bounds. Turnover there for Altamont. So Altamont, a trails here, 32-27, under a minute to go. Things are getting away here in the second quarter. And it's going to be a strong move to the hole, and neither guy was able to block it. And Rhodes, no one was there to block out. And he stuck up the layup up and in. Eli is shaking up a little bit. As him and uh, Rhodes collided up in the air. And he'll walk it off. Maybe an uncomfortable place to get hit on. And he'll check out. And I believe it was McManaway who checked back in for him. Yarhouse, Davis, Millville, McManaway, and Radel on the floor. McManaway. It's over to Yarhouse. They break the pressure. And it's going to be tipped and stolen away by Holm. Holm up to Moss. Had it taken away. And they're going to say it was off of Yarhouse. It stays right here. 32.2 left. Corville inbound on the baseline. Third turnover of the quarter for Altamont. And again, they just are having difficulty with this half-court trap. And it's going to be an offensive foul as Gorgle is trying to get open on the inbound pass. And that's going to go on uh, Drake Moss, his first, team third. And Evan Moore will check in on Fort Gorgel. And Eli Miller comes back in. Elam also returns. And Millville and Yarhouse will take a seat. 32.2 left. Altman trailing here, 34-27. And Eli with it here in the backcourt. Still having difficulty just getting it across. McManaway, high pass for Eli, but they finally get it across the timeline. Eli had almost taken away from behind. Three guys around the Black Hats, and it's 
13 seconds left. Davis for three, yes! And a nice pump, uh, fist pump for Davis. Eighty for three, and it's going to be tipped by Davis and out of bounds. Two Altamont, two point one left. Altamont trails by four here. So Davis with a three. KD gets Altamont within four. Eli has it here up in the front corner for Boulder. Can't get the ball, and uh, Altamont goes into the half, finishing strong there. It almost got away from him. There, but what could have been there in that second quarter? But it seems like it's been a four-point lead this whole game, it seems like. And it's Scoreville leading by four at the half. 34 to 30. And we'll, I'll be back for the first half statistics as well as we'll check out some other scores from around the area. We're one of the last games of the night, so plenty of scores to look at from around the area. It's halftime here, 34-30. Scoreville with the lead over Altamont in the championship semifinal. Who's going against Waltonville tomorrow night in the championship? We'll find out after halftime. And uh, Gorville leads by four, and we'll be back in a few minutes. You're listening now to Miami Basketball and Jack FN. Based out of Altamont, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618-322-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altima Indians basketball. It's not just furniture. It's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep or reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrisonville, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. When you're looking for that perfect company gift for your employees, where do you go? When you need custom t-shirts for that 5K or family reunion, who do you think of? When you need logo design, corporate apparel, or headwear, who can you rely on? Hi, I'm Don Burrow, owner and manager of Promark Advertising in Altamont. My staff and I, with our combined 25 years experience, are here to meet all your custom apparel and promotional product needs. Orders big and small, we do them all. Call Promark Advertising at 618-483-6025 or visit our showroom located north of I-70 in Altamont. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. 
You might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents, and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important, employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about commercial insurance products or learn more at PekinInsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Welcome into the Halftime Report for Altamont Indians Basketball. Welcome back here to Cesar Valier High School. Championship semifinal of the uh, 42nd annual Cesar Valier Holiday Tournament. And here at halftime, it is Goreville with a uh, four-point advantage, 34-30. to 30. Like I said, just like it has been all game, the largest lead of the night has been eight for Goreville. But then it's just been cut in half ever since. And four points is kind of what it's been teetering on with the lead for Garville here in the early going. And this game has had some lead changes and some ties. And Altamont has had the lead a couple of different times, but including one big three by Millville to give them the lead with about five minutes to go. And it's been kind of back and forth there. And and Garville kind of had a little bit of separation there at the very end to get them back up to four. And that last three there, by Davis, cut it to a four-point game again. So let's take a look at the first-half statistics and the first-half stats for uh, Goreville from the points department. Tyler Suits leads the way for them. He has eight points. All of those came in the second quarter, including two threes. Uh, We also have Drake Buffington with seven points. Most of those came in the first quarter as he had to sit out. I'd say probably about 25% of that second quarter was he was in foul trouble. It's been the story of the night as well for Altamont. We'll get to that in a second. But Connor Craig, he has seven in the contest as well. Drake Moss has five. We have three points from Cole Tripp all at the free throw line in the first quarter. And we have Duncan Rhodes with two points and Evan Holm with two points as well. He's been hit with some foul trouble as well. Over for Altamont, like I mentioned, one of the big storylines there was the foul trouble for the Indians as, let's say, 95% of or 75% of their offense has been Dylan Elam and Caden Miller for most of the year. And Caden picked up his second foul pretty early on in the game and they've been having to play the game the majority of that first half without him. So he doesn't have any points. And Elam. He's been playing with two fouls. Eli picked up a second foul that he was playing with, and uh, the Indians had to uh, rest him due to the foul trouble. And also McManaway has two fouls as well. As I mentioned there at one point, Yarhouse and Radar are the two guys that played the most minutes that don't have two fouls. Everybody else does. The point statistics for Altamont, they're led in scoring by Dylan Elam, and nine of those came in the opening quarter. And he had two threes in the opening quarter as well. Seven points for KD. Caden Davis has seven. Caden Millville with five. Aiden McManaway with five, including a three. And uh, Millville's made all five of those in the second quarter. And Ben Radel has two points. 
Altamont with quarters of 15 and 15 for their 30. That's simple math for me. I don't need a calculator for that. And Agorville is 19 and 15 for their 34. Take a look at other scores uh, from here in the Sessler tournament. Uh, Sessler won over Marissa Coulterville, another overtime game for the host school. They won that 68-65 in OT. So Sessler Championship tomorrow at 1 130. And uh, we also had a Waltonville, like I mentioned there in the championship game. They won over Redbud, 59 44. So Waltonville slides into the championship game at 7 o'clock. And uh, let's see, uh, uh, Redbud slides into the third place game at 3 o'clock. Uh, DeCoin won the game before hours, 61 57 over New Athens. And DeCoin advances to the Constellation Championship there against Sessler. And New Athens will slide in with Marissa Coulterville at noon for seventh place. Again, wherever Altamont will be playing, they'll be either playing at 3 o'clock or 7 o'clock here in the championship game or third place game. Either Redbud in the third place game or Waltonville in the championship. And other scores from around the area. Again, wanted to give a shout-out to the Lady Indians who picked up a win already earlier today against OPH at Robinson Holiday Tournament, 66-31. Altamont's got a double day, so they're staying the night over in Robinson. And they got a game at 10.30 a.m. It's not the first game of the day, though. 9 a.m. with Robinson uh, for their game. So at least it's not the 9 o'clock game. 10.30 is still pretty early, but... Uh, they're against Terre Haute South, and also Altamont scores off against North Central as well at 430. Wanted to pass along that wherever Altamont will be playing on Friday for Championship Day, we'll be there covering the games, either in the fifth-place game, third-place game, or championship. No matter where they are, we'll have coverage for you right here on Jack FM. And wherever the boys are be, that's where we'll be here as well. Over in Vandalia, we had some finals earlier, making Meridian at the win over Flora, 56-52. If you need some advice on playing early games, just talk to Chrysler Rock. They won against Gore, uh, Greenville the other day, and they also won against Meridian today as well, 50-46. to And also in that tournament, Vandalia won over Nokomis, 49-23. Shelbyville over Okaw Valley, 69-46. All the rest of the scores will be posted on the website, fmradio.com, so check it out. About ready to start the uh, second half here in the championship semifinal. Looks like all the starters are on the floor for Altamont, except for Yarhouse and Davis starts. Davis, McManaway, Elam, Eli, and Caden Miller. Eli with the ball here in Altamont traveling right to left on your radio dial. Eli with the missed layup, but Caden's there to follow it. Up and in. His first two points of the game. Altamont trails 34-32. Is a Goreville with it as they got their starters out there on the floor. Moss, Craig, also got Suits and Tripp. That is Suits with the ball right now. Down into a Buffington, and Buffington puts it up and in. And the game is to get it down to him. He's got nine. Leads back to four, 36-32. McMahon away for a three. Too strong. And battle for the board of Buffington. Snatching it away from his teammate Suits. So a missed opportunity there to cut it to one. There by McManaway. Moss 
Cross is over in the corner for three. It's good for a cold trip. You got six. The lead is seven, 39-32. They go over to McMahon away. He drives high off the glass. No, but Caden's there for the rebound. He had it blocked by Buffington and rebounded. Hey, Buffington 6-6. Had it blocked and uh, blocked Caden that time. Altamont knocked it away. It'll stay right here with Corville, though. Corville inbounds there on the sideline. And they get it in as they got Trip over there. Trip guarded by Davis here. Trip with it here on the left wing. He'll dribble to his left, and it's going to be underneath the basket. Pass out for three in the corner. Yes. Suits knocks it down. And there's going to be a timeout for Coach Niebergi. That's now all of a sudden the largest lead of the night for Gorville. They lead by 10, 42-32, and we'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to Indians basketball and Jack them. Get the laundry pair that you can use to conquer pet hair like a pro with the Maytag Pet Pro System. The built-in Pet Pro filter in the washer visibly removes pet hair on any cycle while the extra-large lint trap in the dryer traps and removes additional pet hair. Visit Rogers Home Appliances today to see how the Maytag Pet Pro System works. Rogers Home Appliances located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. This is Altamont High School Basketball on 100.5, 105.5 Jack FM. Welcome back to SS for Valier. And that last three there by Tyler Suits. Open up the largest lead of the night so far for Goreville. They lead by double figures now. An 8-2 run for the Black Hats. Just what the doctor ordered out of the locker room for them. Started the first half well, off to a 4 nothing lead, and then... Now they're starting off here, opening up the 10. Altamont got some work to do here. 6-17 to go in the third. As they'll have to go the full length of the floor. Will the Indians? McMahon away will have it. He will bring it up across the timeline. Elam with it. Now to McMahon away. McMahon away steps inside. Now drives. Puts it up high up the glass. Can't get the fall. Trying to get it over the Paul Buffington. And Orville gets the board. It's a trip with it and puts it up. No good. And rebounded by Caden Miller. McManaway gets it across the timeline. Puts it over to Elam. Elam will dribble right side. And he'll back it back out. And Elam looking to go in the post, but it was denied there by Buffington. Here comes the screen. Dribbles to his right. Elam goes all the way to the hole. Layup. No. And the rebound is fought for. It's going to go off of Caden Miller. And out of bounds to Gorville. This opportunity is there for the Indians. And the Black Hats will take over. They have the 10-point lead now. And it's going to be Tripp. Tripping here left side. And a short handoff by Tomas, but miscommunication. But luckily, it was tipped out of bounds by KD. So it'll stay right here with Gorville. And Triple looks to get it in on the sidelines. High pass. Eli almost got it, but it goes into the hands of Stutes. Turnaround jumper. Good. Back on a knife for Gorville. 44 to 32. Five minutes to go here in the third. And they're trying to get it to Kata Miller, and it was stolen from behind. 
And ball's loose on the floor. They'll get a tie-up and alternate possession arrow. Give it to Barville. Trying to give it to the high post to Kata Miller, and it was knocked away from behind. And Altamont turns it over there. And not what you need to try to get back in and down by 12. As they get it over there on the left side to trip. Started up by Eli, and they're going to get a reach in. Hey man, Eli, we're going toe-to-toe there. Uh, Eli's going to get hit with his third foul. Team first in this quarter. So it'll be Tripp, or Suits getting it in, in front of the Gorville bench. It's in to Moss. Moss dribbles right side. Now they go over to Tripp for three short and rebounded by McManaway. They get it over to Elam here on the right side. Elam's going to take a straight on three. Can't get it to fall. Rebounded by Tripp. Quickly up the floor, and they're going to get a block. Blocking foul. Elam tried to set his feet, but I guess he was in motion there, falling back. And Elam, I guess it was his third. And Gorville wants to talk about it. So Gorville takes the timeout. I'll steal the timeout as well. Be back shortly. You're listening now to Indians basketball here on Jack of M. Based out of Altima, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618-322-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altima Indians basketball. We're back to more Altamont Indians basketball on 100.5 and 105.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Seth Revelier High School. Corville took the T.O. there and they have a 12-point lead and they'll be inbounding there on the baseline. Well, the Black Hats into Buffington. Buffington puts it up too strong and rebounded by Kata Miller. I think that's what they were looking for out of the timeout, but just couldn't knock it down. Elam with the basketball here for the Indians. And Elam will direct traffic, direct Caden to the other side. Now Elam will hand off to McManaway. McManaway in between the circles. Will dribble, clears out, and it dumps it down low to Caden Miller. And he dribbles it off his foot. And they're going to say it was off of Gorville, actually. They were the last one to touch it. So fortunate stays right here with Altamont. Evan Holm running in. And it's going to be a Tyler Stoops sitting down for the Black Cat. Eli will inbound on the baseline and gets it into Caden. And over to Yarhouse has just checked in into the game on that last T.O. Now Elam picks up a screen by Caden Miller, and Elam's going to step into a three-pointer, and it's good. And Elam hits the deck as well. But no foul, but Elam did knock down the three. 44-35. They do single digits. As they go trip with it, he'll dribble to his right, gives off there to Craig. Craig dribbles here on the perimeter, gives it off to Moss, almost had it poked away. They find trip in the corner. He'll drive baseline now, and it was cut off. Now to Moss. High pass for Buffington turnover for Goreville. Aid Millville checks in, and Eli Miller will be the one taking the seat. 
And then Duncan Rose will check in for Goreville and Buffington will sit down. So Altamont trails here, 44-35, coming up about three minutes to go in the third. McMahon away, easily breaks the pressure against Goreville. At least they're not trapping this time. Elam gets a screen from Caden. Elam will drive all the way to the hole. Can't get it to fall. But uh, Dylan will go to the free throw line for two shots. And they're going to go that one on a trip his second. Team a first for the Black Cats. Elam at the line for two. 14 points in the game so far for Elam. Free throw is good. Make that 15. And Altamont trails by eight, 44-36. As Elam will be at the line for a second one. It's also good. Two for two there for Elam. And five for six on the night. Altamont trails by five, 44-37. And it's going to be all the way by Tripp. Too strong and rebounded by Kaden Miller. Outlet pass to Elam. Elam long three. Can't get it to fall. And it's going to be rebounded by Moss. Ooh, that would have been a big one. Knocked away from behind by McManaway. Turnover. Elam with it in the front court. He goes over in the corner to McManaway and nearly had it taken away. And it was last touched by Tripp. So it'll stay right here without Moss. And... Altamont will maintain possession here with 2.27 to go. So it was a big turnover there by Goreville and Altamont trying to get back in it here. And it's going to be McManaway over to Kata Miller looking for that backdoor cut to Melville, but it was cut off. Now McManaway with it here on the right side. Now over to Yarhouse up top. He'll dribble. He picked it up. Backdoor cut to Melville. Puts it up, and he's going to get called for the travel. Oh, man. That would have been a big basket there. And the bench wants an in one, but he gets called for the travel instead. That would have been a big basket there. Big in one, but instead they call it travel on Millville. Turnover to Goreville. McManaway nearly poked it away, and they're going to say it was off of McManaway. I thought Tripp maybe touched it last. It's going to go against the Indians. As Coach Niebergi doesn't agree with that. Reaction by him. A minute 50 to go. They get it over to a Craig at center circle. Craig dribbles to his right. Looks over to the sideline for the play. He goes over here, and it's going to be picked it up, and it's going to be picked off by McManaway. Another turnover. McManaway stops. They ain't looking to give it off to somebody. And he gives it off to Elam. Slow it down. A minute 28 to go in the third. McManaway dribbles over to Yarhouse. Yarhouse dumps it down low to Kata Miller, turning it back down. Rhodes back out the Elam straight on three. Short, guys. Miller with the board. And there's going to be a foul. Shooting foul. And Milvo's going to go to the line to shoot two. And that's going to be the third team foul on, or the third foul. On a trip, second team foul, and Millville will go to the line and shoot two free throws. And it'll be a Millville. Can't get a free throw to go. Deficit still seven. 
Craggett takes his seat, and Moss and Buffington check back in. Boy, do they need him. Millville's second free throw is good. One for two there for Millville. He's got six in the game. Altamont trails by six here, 44-38. Home with it, crosses over Yarhouse. Over to Rhodes. Rhodes drives. Kicks it back out. It's his suit. Suits with the floater on the baseline. Good. 46-38. Leads back to eight. McManaway. And up to Kaden Miller. Thought about the three, but gives it off to McManaway instead. And 48 seconds left in the third. Eli for three. In and out. No good. And fight for the rebound. It goes to Millville. Out to Kaden Miller for three. No. Rebounded by Buffington. 29 seconds. In the corner. Three ball. Yes. Wow. That's a big shot right there for Stoops. Leads back to 11. 49-38. McManaway with it. 15 seconds left. McManaway drives. He's in trouble. Puts up the shot anyways. Can't get it to fall. Tough shot there for McManaway. Home, five seconds left. Gets it across the timeline. Cross-court pass. Three-pointer by Suits in the corner. No good. Woo. I would have put a big dagger in the third quarter. But instead, it'll be 49-38. Borville with the lead. And after three quarters, we'll be back in a minute. You're listening to Outfinding Basketball. Jack FM. It's not just furniture. It's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep or reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrisonville, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on Jack FM. Welcome back here to Cesar Valier High School Championship Semifinal of the Cesar Valier Holiday Tournament. And Gorville has extended their lead. It's now up to 11. Outscored Altamont there in that quarter, 15-8. to eight, And ended on a flurry of three-pointers there to get the lead back up to double digits. Elon starts the quarter strong for Altamont. He got the layup to go. He's got 18 points in this one, and now it cuts the deficit back, 49-40. And a suits with it, almost knocked away by Yarhouse. And now they get it over, baseline, a drive is good for suits. He's got 20. He was the one that hit those three-pointers there to get Gorville back on top comfortably. 51-40, and it nearly poked away by trip, but Elam got the ball back. Elam directs a little bit of traffic. Radel checked in on that last quarter break. Elam goes strong to the hole, and it's good off the glass. Tough shot there for Elam. 
And it's back to nine. A 51-42 with seven minutes to go. As it'll be tripped. Getting across the timeline. And he picked it up. Yarhouse gets in his grill. Now down to Buffington. Radles right there. Good defense. And it's going to be rebounded by Milzer off the miss. Behind the back dribble. Way off from Millville. Right up behind the back move. Millville with a layup. And it's 51-44. That one's for the Sports Center top 10 play. As it'll be a suit. Now over there to Trip on the right wing. Trip down low to Buffington. He fumbles it a little bit. Yardhouse comes up for the tie-up. And they get the jump ball. Alternate possession arrow. Keeps the hero Gorgo, though. But what a job up there by Yardhouse to tie it up. Radel will take a seed. Elon will sit down. Eli Miller and Akeda Miller will check back in. You can just tell the momentum is just teetering on Altamont's side here. Garville inbounds on the baseline. Moss, mid-range, Shepard. Ah. Fouled by McManaway. So Moss will go to the line to shoot two. And that's going to be the third on McManaway. And it's two shots here for Moss. His second trip to the line, he had an and one earlier. That free throw is good. He's back to eight, 52-44. Millville, Yarhouse takes the seat. Davis and Elam come back in. 6-18 to go in the game. Moss can make it nine. Short, but Buffington's there for the rebound. He gets, he tries to muscle his way up there. Good for Buffington. Trying to create space and at least 10. Altamont, just when you think they're getting back in, Altamont, or Gorville goes on a run. Elam hands off to Eli. Eli Miller will drive. Kicks off to McManaway. He'll drive baseline back out to Eli for three. Short. And rebounded by McManaway. Put back. is no good. Tipped around. Buffington in the corner. And Buffington saves it. Now Moss. Across the timeline. And it's going to be a run off the three-point line by Suits. Count the basket and the foul. For a suit. Wow, that's a big and one for the Black Cats. Suits is just taking over here in the second half. And Buffington takes the seed, and the Rhodes will come back in. That's the third foul on Kata Miller. Did a good job to face out those fouls. Free throw is no good, and Kata Miller pulls down the rebound. Leads 12 for Goreville, 5.35 to go. McManaway with it, and it's going to be a give-and-go to Kata Miller, and they lost it, fumbled it out of bounds. Turnover to Goreville. Altamont has done a better job here in the second half, cleaning up really since the first quarter, but it's been the Tyler Suits show here in the second half. It's 22 in the game. And they, they hand off the two trip. Trip mid-range jumper way long. And it's going to be rebounded by Suits off the glass. Tried to bank it in from the side. And rebounded by Kata Miller. Elam brings it up the floor. Layup. Good. Elam now with 22. 56 to 46. 10-point game with under five to go. Moss almost had it knocked away by McMahon away from behind. Now they go trip over to Suits. Suits thought about the three dribbles inside. Now back out. 
the trip here on the short elbow. And now just back it back out. Eli coming in there right in his face. And there's going to be a timeout by Goreville. Goreville with a T.O. will take a timeout as well. 56-46. Black Cats with the lead. We'll be back shortly. You're listening to Indians basketball here on Jack and Ben. When you're looking for that perfect company gift for your employees, where do you go? When you need custom t-shirts for that 5K or family reunion, who do you think of? When you need logo design, corporate apparel, or headwear, who can you rely on? Hi, I'm Don Burrow, owner and manager of Promark Advertising in Altamont. My staff and I, with our combined 25 years experience, are here to meet all your custom apparel and promotional product needs. Orders big and small, we do them all. Call Promark Advertising at 618-483-6025 or visit our showroom located north of I-70 in Altamont. This is Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Four thirty-seven to go here in the championship semifinal. Winner will match up with Waltonville tomorrow night, 7 o'clock. Loser will go to the third place game against Redbud at 3 o'clock. And we got 4 minutes, 37 seconds to decide that. Altamont's just been right there for most of the third quarter and fourth quarter now. Teetering on seven, teetering on eight, and now it's back to a double-digit game. As, like I mentioned, uh, Tyler Toots just taking over here in this second half. 14 points coming in here in this half alone. Eli almost stole it on the inbound, but... It's going to be Suits with the ball. He's double-teamed out near the half-court line. Now they had a man wide open underneath. They get out to Moss. He's wide open for three. Good. Defense couldn't recover fast enough. He's got nine. It's 13-point lead, 59-46. And now Del Goreville to pressure. Davis in the corner. He pumps fake. Gives it over to Caden. Now over to Eli underneath. And can't get the shot to go, but two shots for Eli coming up at the line. And uh, Suits will pick up that foul, his second. Eli looking at his first points of the ninth. And Altamont trails here by 13. And Eli will go through his free throw routine. And around the world, no good. Still searching for the first point for him. Rhodes takes the seed, and a Buffington comes back in. Eli at the free throw line for a second attempt. 409 to go in the game. Altamont trails by 13, and that one is no good as well. Hit every part of the rim and off the glass, too. Rebounded by Buffington, and that'll be Tripp getting across the timeline. Tripp, Eli Miller's all over him, though, and they're gonna, finally going to get Eli... Reaching in there, trying for the steal. And that's going to be the fourth on Eli Miller. Foul trouble that Altamont was in hasn't really been a factor here in the second half like I thought it would be. Down low to Buffington, and as I mentioned that, Kaden Miller will pick up that foul. Just went over the back that time. They were trying to get into the post and knocked away in a foul, so that'll be the fourth team foul on both Kaden Miller and as a team on Altamont. As it'll be a trip, looking to get in on the baseline underneath the basket, picked off by McManaway. 
And it's going to be knocked loose, and it's going to be last touch by two. He was coming in hot on the heels of McManaway and just knocked it out. And so Eli Miller will take it out just to the left of his basket. Gets it into Kata Miller, puts it up, layup, no good. Went to the right side, probably went to, should have went to the left side. Three-pointer up, it's back of the rim, no good. Offensive board, almost there, and it's going to be a tie-up. And a loose ball, actually going to be a foul on a trip. Trip missed the three-pointer, and him and Eli were battling for the basketball, and instead they're going to get a reach-in on a cold trip. So it'll be uh, McManaway taking out on the far sidelines there. And it'll be a 3.30 to go. Almost looking to get in a sub, but just a little bit too late there. And Elam gets it off to Eli Miller. Eli. And there's going to be a foul on Buffington trying to fight through an Elam screen. And Buffington picks up his third. And now Holmes can come in. Trip will take a seat. And so Elam will inbound just in front of Coach Cool and Coach Suko. And it'll be Elam with it. And screened by Kata Miller. Tried to dump it down low, but it was knocked away. McMahon away for three way long. And it's going to be tracked down by Holm. Holm. A little bit of difficulty getting across. Trying to look for somebody. Finally finds Craig. They break the pressure by the Indians. Under three to go in the game. Poked away from behind by McManaway. McManaway, and it's going to be a blocking foul. And so McManaway will go to the line to shoot two. As Kata Miller got it, the ball immediately back to McManaway off the seal. That foul will go on. Suits as his third, and McManaway will be at the line for his two shots. And it's good. First foul shots for McManaway. He's got six in the game. Altamont trails of 59-47. Back to an eight-point lead for Gorville. And it's no good on the second free throw by McManaway. Rebounded by Moss. As the 12-point game. And it's going to be over to Suits. Suits down low to Buffington. Buffington puts it up through traffic. Count it. It's too strong that time. Gets two defenders. Count the basket and the foul for the 6-6. Buffington. And he'll go to the line for the and one. And that's going to be the fifth foul on Eli Miller. So he'll foul out. And Eli has been foul trouble all game, really. And he fouls out with no points. Lead is 61-47. And free throw is good for Buffington. 14 in the game. And it is a 15-point game. 2.25 to go. Elam with it here in the front court. He's double teamed in the post. He lost it, and he fights for it. And it's going to be a loose ball, and it was off of Elam. And it'll be a Goreville basketball. Man. 
Barbell up by 15, but you can tell on the can tell by the reaction of the fans on our last kick uh, non-call on Altamont. 15-point game, guys. There's going to be a, a foul from behind on McManoway trying to knock it away, and that's his fourth. And in the bonus for Goreville, so they'll go to the line to shoot two. That's a Seth personal. And a free throw for Moss is good. Moss has got 10. And it's the largest lead of the night for Goreville. It's a 16-point game. Make it 17. Two for two there for Moss. And he's for four for five in the game from the line. Coming up on two minutes to go. And they dub it down low to Caden Miller. Caden Miller, tough shot. Can't get it to fall. Rebounded by Buffington. And there's going to be a, a foul as Millville and McManoway are both trying to steal it here in the backcourt. McManoway's going to stay in the game because that foul will go on to Millville. Amazingly, that's his first foul. And so in the bonus is Goreville. And it'll be free throws that coming up for a suit. Free throw is good. Suit's got 23. And Ovid Holman takes his seat and a triple. Come back in. And the lead is 18. As that was a missed free throw. Rebounded by Kata Miller. Minute 15 to go. Looks like Altamont will slip to the third place game. Elam, strong drive to the hole. Can't finish, but he was fouled, though. As he was hit on the arm there by Buffington. And Elam will go to the line to shoot two. Well, it's already been banged up a little bit, and he's hit the deck a couple of different times here. Now go to the line to shoot two more free throws. And minute 43 to go in the game, and it's still a team lead. Zealand uh, missed the free throw there. Craig takes the seed, and Rhodes will come in for the Black Hat. The fans can uh, feel it now as... Looks like they'll be heading into the championship game, and Altamont will be sliding into the third-place game, and Elon made the free throw. Dylan's got 23 on the night. And lead 65-48, a minute 43 to go. There's a timeout. I'll steal a timeout as well. I'll be right back. You're listening to Altamont Indians basketball here on Jagged At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. This is Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Cesar Valier. Time winding down here in this one as it's Goreville with a 17-point lead in the championship semifinal. Winner goes on to take on Waltonville in the championship game tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. And uh, Altamont looks like they'll have to slide into the third-place game. 
gets red butt at 3 o'clock. And the Black Cats one down the basketball. Looks like Davis and Radel checked in on our last T.O. by Altamont. And it'll be Moss getting it across the timeline. A minute 30 to go. Moss dribbling against McMahon away. Takes it out more towards the timeline. McMahon away gets a screen. He'll drive baseline and stolen away by Davis. Davis lost the dribble but gets it back over into the corner to Millville. Millville thought about uh, driving baseline but was cut off. Now Radel looking to dribble inside. Lost it. Caden Miller picks it up and somehow gets it to McManaway. And McManaway drives, puts it up. No, and the ball is uh, into the hands of McManaway, though. McManaway drives again, and the layup is good. And one for McManaway. And he'll go to the line for the old-fashioned three-point play. Buffington will pick up that foul. That's his fifth. Definitely a factor here. Kind of quiet, even though 7-7 seven and seven in the points department in the first and second half. He'll finish with 14. But definitely a big factor down low for this Black Hats team. McManaway's second free throw is no good. Still 65-50. 50, 54 seconds left. 15-point game. And the Davis will intentionally foul, and here comes some subs for Altsbaugh. And so it'll be a trip at the line for two, as they are in the bonus. That's right. And so free throws coming for trip. And a trip made that. And now the subs can come in. Then Kata Miller sits down. Yarhouse comes back in. And Alex Walker comes in for the Indians. 48 seconds left. 16-point lead. Make it 17. Four trips. 45 seconds left. The Millville gets it across the timeline. He'll take the runner. No good. Radel comes flying in. He can't save her from going out. And so it'll be Goreville basketball. 41.2 left. All is left to just round the clock here. As it'll be a Moss getting across the timeline. 30 seconds left. and Davis will come out there to guard him and try to steal the ball away, but now they'll just pass it out. Try to just run out the clock here. So, Thorville will advance to the championship game. They'll be taking on Waltonville. That'll be a heck of a game. 7 o'clock tomorrow night in the championship, but it looks like Altamont will slide into the third-place game at 3 o'clock tomorrow afternoon. We'll have coverage for you right here on Jack FM, but time winds down. 3, 2, 1, that's the game. Thorville with the win, 67-50 is your final score as Thorville advances the championship and Altamont slides to the uh, third-place game. Against Redbud. So, we'll get the final stats tabulated, and I can promise we'll get an interview with Coach Neighbor here after this one. And so, we'll talk to him in the post game and stick around for that, and I'll tell you what other else is going on in the holiday tournament as well. So, the last day here at Sesser. So, we'll take a look at the final stats when we come back. 67-50, your final, Gorville with the win. And we'll be back to wrap it up 
You're listening up on Indians basketball here on Jack FM. You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement, and you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Make cleanup easy with the new Whirlpool dishwasher. You won't have leftover dishes to hand wash with the flexibility to fit tall items in the adjustable upper rack and room for 14 place settings. Plus, you can skip scrubbing and pre-rinsing when you use the boost cycle. Shop Rogers Home Appliances to see how Whirlpool dishwashers can help you manage your family's mealtime messes. Rogers Home Appliances, located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. Based out of Altamont, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618-322-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altamont Indians basketball. It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrisonville, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. When you're looking for that perfect company gift for your employees, where do you go? When you need custom t-shirts for that 5K or family reunion, who do you think of? When you need logo design, corporate apparel, or headwear, who can you rely on? Hi, I'm Don Burrow, owner and manager of Promark Advertising in Altamont. My staff and I, with our combined 25 years experience, are here to meet all your custom apparel and promotional product needs. Orders big and small, we do them all. Call Promark Advertising at 618-483-6025 or visit our showroom located north of I-70 in Altamont. This is the Altamont High School Basketball Post Game Show on Jack FM. Welcome back in here to Cesar Valier High School here at the 42nd Annual Cesar Valier Holiday Tournament. And Altamont Falls here tonight. Final score is 67 to 50. And now Coach Neber has made his way over here to my broadcast position here. And I'll bring you in here, Coach. And, uh, Unfortunately, it was uh, not the Indians' night there. As started off the game with uh, some turnovers and had Caden Miller in uh, foul trouble there in the early going, and that was kind of how how it went there at the very beginning. Yeah, we had we had I was counting tracks myself, but we had six 
turnovers before we even had a shot. Yeah. Um, we're, the, we've, we're the same team. We haven't gotten better. So I keep saying we're young. We're, uh, we're nine, ten games into the season now. we got to start being sure. different. Um, you know, Caden Miller saw a kid that's the same height, same bigger, a little bigger, and got dominated a little bit. You know, got foul trouble. We played better without Caden tonight. That's, I mean, I'm not sure why. That should never honestly happen, but we we gotta, we gotta somehow fix the turnover situation. I can't handle the basketball for them. Um, you know, I can run seventeen thousand different offenses and plays. Turn the ball over six times to start the ball game. You're gonna, you're, you're, you're burying yourself. I got into a, a hole early there, and uh, like you mentioned, uh, the Buffington uh, kid was uh, too much there throughout the entire game, uh, but he uh, was. Uh, monster on the boards and yep uh, he just kind of ate us apart there uh, on that and that was kind of the story in the early going was uh, just uh, him dominating the game basically yeah they they got him the ball deep and you know he, he's good and you got to play defense before he catches it we've tried to play defense around you know you got to move your feet i've seen a 510 kid play post defense better than the six you know six five kids before mm-hmm. um it's just all your footwork and mental mentality uh, so we saw a guy that can compete with Caden. You know, I'm not I'm not trying to bash Caden. He's just got to figure no. out when he's got somebody else his size. He's got to figure out how he's got to it's got to he's got to counteract it a little bit. Um, but yeah, second quarter we gave up a lot of layups again. Uh, we got to figure something out about that too. You know, we got to stay in front of kids. You can be an arm's length away, but you got to be able to wall up at some point and not get let them get deep in the middle of the floor. It's been the middle of the floor penetration. Yeah, basically every ball game. And the, the final score doesn't really indicate there how close it was at a couple of different points in the game. And we actually had the lead a few different times there. And uh, it was a, a big three there by uh, Millville. And I believe that was in the second quarter to give us the lead uh, there at one point. So, uh, you know, we were on top for not very long we in were. the game. But uh, we had the lead at a few different points in the game. Yeah, I don't we, – we, we fought back. We, we – Playing hard, um, you know, turnovers calmed down a little bit. We kept playing hard, and, you know, we got some shots. Um, we were we were back door looking for second, second you know, basket cuts. And, yeah. K played well. You know, came in the bench, played well, second, third quarter. And, uh, you know, we're looking out of things out of him. But somehow, you know, we didn't come out in the third quarter either. I, you know, my raw, raw speeches, again, I, I, I'm not good at it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna chew you in. I'm gonna tell you what you're doing wrong. But you gotta become ready to play. We're not ready to play. Um, and that's not to say I'm always negative. I, I'm positive as all can be. And sometimes sure. in the locker room, but we still don't come out and play. So we gotta be ready. We didn't start the game. We didn't start the third quarter, and it just kind of buried us as you know, you know they 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 kicked our butt. I I know 17 points. We were close, but they kicked yeah. our butt. They we were always we were always chasing them. It was it was never a. Oh, here comes Aldemont. Aldemont's got the got the got the lead. Got the you know. Uh, yeah. There's a better team right now. And then season, ten games in, we got figured out. And then uh, also, you know, there's a lot of foul trouble with, uh, there in the first half, and just uh, you know didn't know how to react into the trap defense that they were uh, throwing out there as well without Elam and Caden uh, out there on the floor as well. Yeah, they, they surprised us a little bit with it. You're a varsity player. You should see a defense and know what to do. Know what to do against it. It's not like we haven't seen it yet. We've seen 
multiple multiple zones all year. Um, so um, I don't know. It's got to grow. It's got to get better. I, I can't. I don't. I can't put my finger on it. I don't know what. Yeah. I, mean, I can't. It's the same defense I've been running for twelve years, and we're giving up layups. I don't know why that's the situation now. Well, luckily, you don't have a lot of time to sit and uh, fester on it. Uh, you get to play in the third place game a little bit earlier than I would uh, you would like here as a three o'clock game uh, against a Red Bud. So uh, the best thing is you just gotta have a short memory and uh, I'll learn from uh, tonight, but then get right back at it in the third place game tomorrow. Yeah, uh, and and I, I, Gorbel are a really good team. So oh, definitely. Like, so um, so they're staying right, but you know we're not that we we're not seventeen and then that you know ten point difference what we what we are, but. Yeah. yeah, that third place game we talked about at the beginning. You know, uh, if we get a third place trophy, I would be okay with it. I say that now, and I say, that I, you know, I want to, I want to play in the championship. Yeah. Um, so you know, we come out two and one. Redbuds, Redbuds are really good two A team. They're going to be ready to play. Um, you know, they're going to be hungry. They they want to come out of here with the trophy also. So we got to Coach Walters does a pretty good job there. So it's going to be a tough one. It's going to be really tough. Tough team right there in uh, Goreville, and uh, it wasn't the Indians night there, but we'll be back tomorrow afternoon. Thank you, John. All right, Coach, we appreciate it, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow afternoon for the third-place game, and uh, we uh, will have against the Redbud tomorrow, and the Redbud Musketeers, I believe, is their nickname. I'd have to look at me. Uh, Yes, Musketeers, that's what I thought. All right, so statistics, Altamonte quarters of 15 of 15, 8 and 12 for their 50, and Gorville at 19 of 15 of 15 and 18 for their 67 there. Run through the scoring real quick. Uh, Mossy had 11 points. Uh, Holm had two. Uh, Tripp had eight. Suits had 23 in the game. Uh, Buffington had 14. Craig had seven, and Rhodes had a two. And then we have uh, Davis with a seven over on the Altamont side. Uh, we had uh, uh, Elam with 23, Millville with eight, so did McManaway of eight, and Radel with two, and Akita Miller with two. All right, so we'll be back at 3 o'clock tomorrow afternoon with Altamont versus Redbud. And you can have it here right here on Jack FM. Thanks to Carter back at the studio for helping me uh, throughout the uh, tournament and yesterday as well, as well as tonight. We'll be back tomorrow afternoon, and we'll update you on the website, fmradio.com, of all the local area scorers, including a couple of those Lady Indian scores as well in Robinson. So, for Travis Sparks, I'm telling you, good night. Your final score is 67-50, Gorville with the win over Altamont. And we'll be back tomorrow afternoon, but it's now back to playing the music that we want here on Jack FM. Have a great rest of your evening, everyone. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the universal life policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for Universal Life Insurance at PekinInsurance.com 
And in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you.